Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. Serious there for a second. Up next, bit of a laugh for you. Everyone likes to laugh, don't they? Good old belly laugh. Funny man, Dave Young started his career at 12 years of age. He was a singer on the stage at the Olympia Theatre. He soon realised he wasn't too good at it. Well, I don't know if he wasn't too good at it, but they didn't really go to hear him sing. They kind of went to kind of laugh at him. So he said, well, maybe I can make money out of that. And he joins me tonight to talk about his new show. Dave Young, good evening to you. Hello, Niall. How are you? It's been a while, Davis. It certainly is, but you're looking great. Are you looking you mar- fantastic. You're looking marvellous yourself. And you would have to get paid to listen to that. <laughs> 850 quid a week, I got, I'm telling you now. That's how much the government are giving them. 850 and a car. And a car, Dave. And a helicopter. <laughs> Just in case it needs to go home for a while. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, Dave. The new show, well, well, first of all, let's talk about you very quickly for people I who don't know. Music. Yeah, no, music I, that's me. I'm, I'm just, that's, I'm just, oh, you're playing music. Yeah, I'm just jizzing, I'm jizzing up the mood. Do you not, do you not oh, like? Oh, sorry, sorry. Well, oh. well, I take it back down oh, again. My new show, yes. <laughs> my new show is called A Night at the Theatre with Groucho. For okay. those people who know Groucho, it's Groucho. They don't know him, it's Groucho Marx. Of course. Who was one of the Marx brothers. There was Harpo, Chico, Groucho. Most people think there was only three. There was actually five. Was um, Gummo and Zeppo. Zeppo. Now, Zeppo was in a few of the movies, wasn't he? He was. He was. He was like the straight man and the guy who sang and the ladies' guy. Yeah. Harpo was the one who didn't Deaf speak and dumb. in the movies. Yeah. But he could speak in real life. That's right, because he, he someone... accepted a war, an award once and, and he shocked everybody by going, you know, thank you very much, Newt. Yeah, they couldn't believe it. But <laughs> the woman said to me um, I, when I was uh, putting the show together, she said, Isn't it fantastic? the way Harpo couldn't speak in the films, but could in real life. <laughs> I said, well, not really. Wouldn't it be fantastic if he couldn't speak in real life? Because <laughs> there he is talking in the movie. <laughs> now, that'd be something. That, that'd be something to look over. So Groucho was <laughs> the genius. And he goes down yeah. as a legend in comedy because he was so quick-witted. He, his yeah. comedy was clever comedy. It was very exactly. funny. And a lot and of it clean. was slap. Yeah. And a lot of it was just kind of that good old American slapstick. You know what I mean? Yeah, so some of the things he says, they're like little puzzles, you know, they're like, there are a lot of puns, a lot of one-liners, yeah. but this show isn't just me standing there dressed up as Groucho Marx, this is a big production, it's, you get to see four different Grouchos telling you about his lifestyle, or his life story, so it starts off with Groucho in his 20s, where I'm a young man, and I explain all about how we got into show business and his relationship with his brothers and where his mm. mom and his dad and the whole show business thing. Yeah. And then in front of the audience, I turn into what I call the iconic Groucho, the one we all know with the yeah. cigar and the tailcoat and all that. Yeah, yeah. And then I do all the scenes from the movies, you know, the big movies. You have a bad back because rows. you have to kind of crouch down. He walked around, he, <laughs> you know, with his knees did. bent all the time. That's right. He bent over. And I do. I reenact the scenes from Annoyed at the Opera Day, the racist duck soup, the big store, all their big ones, and all the songs. There's 12 songs in the whole show. And the big one would be Lydia, the Tattooed Lady. Right, Remember okay. that one? Lydia, Lydia, have you seen Lydia? Lydia, the Tattooed Lady. That's from one of their movies called The Day of the Circus. Okay. 
Remember years ago, Niall, you go to the circus and there'd be real unusual acts. Oh, yeah, the man with three Mickeys. The big strong man. That's right. The hairy woman, the woman with the hairy chest. The oh, beard, the bearded the bearded lady. lady. The bearded lady. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah. Or what about, but remember years ago, you'd see the big, fat, tattooed lady. She's yeah. everywhere now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, any young girls listening out there, if you're thinking of getting a tattoo, they're all around 16, they all want a tattoo. And they all say the same thing. I love a little dove on my breast. <laughs> well, when you're 16, it's a dove. When you're 60, it's an ostrich. Now, just remember that. <laughs> Gravity kicks in and its neck gets longer. <laughs> well, anyway, back, back to the show. Groucho, anyway, he... Um, so, you, the first half is young Groucho and then the iconic one. Yeah. And then uh, in the second half, it's Groucho, middle-aged, say, early 50s. Yeah. Right through to when he was 86 years of age. He lived to be 86. And was he, he, still, on, was he still on stage till he was 86? Yeah, yeah, he did Carnegie Hall when he was 84. Right. He did a concert in Carnegie Hall, and he, he says it himself, he said, he, um, Harpo and Chico were the musicians, and he was the one who got to play Carnegie Hall. And, and did, he did a show. And did he, he still have, did he still have that famous moustache right up to the day he died? No, no. Funny enough, the moustache and the eyebrows were grease paint, and people wondered what... Where that came from, where that actually came from was he used to wear, when he would be dressing up to do a theatre show, uh, he'd glue on a moustache. Yeah. But on the night his son uh, was being born, he got delayed coming from the hospital to the theatre and he was dead late. He hadn't time to glue one on. So he just drew one on real quick with the grease paint, with makeup. And the audience loved it and he kept it. So that's what he, that's that's what he used. that came about. And fa- by the way, famously, here's, here's an interesting fact. Famously, of course, the band Queen named all their albums, or those albums after the, uh, the Marx Brothers movies, Night of the Opera, Day of the Race. That's right. And, so and, did Phil Collins. Yeah. Phil Collins entitled, uh, and a lot of the rock stars, you know when they'd have to book into hotels under pseudonym names, you know, yeah, yeah. They, they can't use yeah. their own name. They would use the character names Groucho played, like Dr. Hackenbush, uh, W.P. Spaulding, the names he gave himself in the movies, they check in at. Right, okay. Huge. It's right, okay. huge popularity. Okay. And you know? It sounds like a really, really interesting show, by the way. Um, and It's where... really funny and yeah. it's really cool. Well, I, I love Groucho Marx and a lot of people of my era would love Groucho Marx yeah. because they remember all the movies, of course. And and it was such a different well, time. Here, it was such innocent he comedy, wasn't it? Huh? Oh, he, is he, he there? Here. He wants to talk to you, but you'll have to kill that music. Okay, yeah, yeah, sorry. Him. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 don't know what, I don't know what to say to him. I've been such a fan all my life. Well, well, to... You won't believe it. You know who else is here? And he wants to talk to you. He's dying to talk to you. Harpo. <laughs> Harpo is here. But you know what but happens, looks... by the way, when we have five seconds of silence on the air? You know, the, the, the transmitter no, no, kicks no, in. No, 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 he... This guy will keep you talking all night. Here, here, I'll put him on to you. Okay. Just ask him a question there, will you? Okay. Harper, how are you today? <laughs> <laughs> and it's Groucho with you. <laughs> I love... <laughs> I used to love the horn. <laughs> I used to... Yeah, it was that kind of round French horn that he used to go around with all the time and squeeze. <laughs> was, it, was it like Hello, one get squeeze? Groucho. Groucho, tell Harper to go away. Get Groucho there. Hello, Niall. It's the real Groucho Marx here. How are you? <laughs> How are you doing? Wait till I tell you what happened to me. It was 10.45. I was sitting in the office. The curtains were drawn, but the furniture was real. <laughs> I been a hell of a night. I woke early that morning. It felt like dawn. I was wrong. I was Samantha. <laughs> 
There was a horseman there and the light was on, which is strange. I don't normally sleep with the light on. <laughs> Back at the office, the phone went. They'll take anything around there. The secretary burst in and opened the door in her nightdress. I said, that's a hell of a place to keep a door. She said, are you on a case? I said, no, I really am this tall. In the corner, I saw this beautiful girl. I knew she was going to be easy. She had a mattress strapped to her back. She had plenty of class. It was mostly turd, but all her tattoos were spelled right. She had a glass eye. She didn't tell me. It just dropped out in conversation. She was the daughter of a long-distance lorry driver. I could tell. She had one brown arm. <laughs> she had the most embarrassing mole in her neck. Kept jumping up and swinging on her earrings. <laughs> she asked me for a photograph to remember me by. I said, I don't have a photograph, but you can have my footprints. They're upstairs in my socks. <laughs> <laughs> you see, the one-liners are just great. You just got to love those one-liners. They're just brilliant. They're genius. They just boom, boom, boom. And you know the beauty about this show is... It's spotless. You see, uh, you, you might say to me, Dave, what, why, what are you doing, <laughs> Groucho Marx? Well, where did this Yeah, because from? you're manky well, normally. Yeah. Well, I'm not manky, but I do dance along the line. I, look, yeah, you do. It never gets Fairness, much yeah. heavier than this. I would say to an audience, uh, <sighs> are you all right up the back? Do you like it up the back? <laughs> not as heavy as it usually gets. And it's up to you what way you take that. Yeah, but you what, was your, what was your Christmas show about your snowballics or something one year, or your snowballs? What I used it? to call it snowballs and all that, but that's when I was probably going through my Brendan O'Carroll phase. We were all at that. <laughs> we were all calling it that type of thing. Are you, say, are you got, saying it, that your comedy it, is getting more intelligent now? But you know you know who Groucho oh, Marx reminds me of as well? Well, actually, and I, yeah. when I say the other way around, because... I think yeah. probably Bob Monkhouse was a huge fan of Groucho Marx because Bob Monkhouse, oh, yeah. his jokes were yeah. very similar. And, of course, Bob very Monkhouse similar. goes down as a, a comedy genius. Do you remember that whole thing about his yeah. book of jokes was stolen? Do you remember that? That's right, uh, yeah. And, uh, mm. yeah, you see, this would be before computers or, or laptops or anything. There'd be no backup. Yeah. He used to write everything by hand and he would draw little sketches. So Benny Hill used to have all his jokes on just bits of paper. Do you know what? I, I was only reading the apartment. story the other day about yeah. Benny Hill, and it's the saddest ending it's and so death. Sad. The man was a millionaire, but he was a recluse. But he didn't know how much money he had. No, he lived in a little flat in in England That's somewhere right. on his own, yeah. and he died on his own in his little flat. Right. Yeah. Very sad story. Uh, and we all remember very, Benny Hill. Benny Hill would never get away with that comedy nowadays. You see, but this is it. Comedy nowadays, the way it's changed, it's, I hope it goes a full circle back to where it just been funny. I miss jokes. You can't tell jokes on stage yeah. now. You have to disguise them as stories and sneak them in. But there's nothing like a good joke. Jokes are great. And yeah. they were a whole woke thing. You know, you know, anybody woke, I always say to the audience, go back asleep. You were better crack when you were asleep. <laughs> this woke up business is shut. You know, I know rubbish. these woke people. I'd say they're great crack on a Saturday night. You know what I mean? My my mother always had a great saying, and she would say, "Everything is pure to the pure-minded." Yeah, you know, if you're pure-minded, you want like say, take racism. You'll only pick up on something as racist if you've a problem with race or you're you're sensitive to it. I don't know what racism is. I know I'm the only coloured comedian in Africa. <laughs> but I don't know. <laughs> but, but you are you are right. Unless, unless you are race. I you know, I don't think you will yeah. pick one. And and you won't. I, I think we've become oversensitive, you know what I mean? Too, and we now see but we see co comedians apologizing constantly for funny jokes. You know what I mean? They tell a joke the and somebody complains and they apologize. 
the reason they only apologise, they don't mean it for a second. They wouldn't have told that joke if they didn't find it funny. I, I know I can't. I, I couldn't tell you a joke unless I, I found it amusing. Mm. And I think the only reason they apologise is their managers or their PR people are saying, listen, you're going to get cancelled if you don't, you know. But isn't that shocking, but isn't it? It's shocking. Because you, if you think about any comedian that's standing on the stage, his intention is to make you laugh. Now, isn't there far I want to go and see the comedian that's cancelled. He's the one I want to see. I mean, I love I love Jimmy Carr. You know, I love um, Ricky Gervais. Um, I think they're yeah. br- I think they're brilliant, and both of those have been threatened with cancellation over the last year or so. But mind you, fair play to the two of them; they don't care, right? Um, no, you know, I, I think. Well, I'd say they do care, but they they portray they don't. Care. I suppose that Jimmy Carr Nobody said in one of his he was tell- Jimmy Carr was saying in one of his his last Netflix gigs he was telling a joke and he says, by the way. That last joke, he says, by the time you hear this, I've probably been cancelled for it. <laughs> so, you know, but he, like Jimmy Carr is a genius. The man is a wordsmith. He's, and again, yeah. it's that Groucho yeah. Mark stuff. It's those quick, snappy one liner jokes. You know what I mean? Well, and, that's what I love. That's what I love about Groucho. And I've been rehearsing this show, and you kind of click into his mode. And just in everyday life, then. It, 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 you're seeing things nearly through the way he sees it, if that makes any sense. Yeah. And you're How do you remember it? Because I, I often wondered with comedians, not so much yeah. observational co- comedy, because you only have to remember the subject and then it normally comes back yeah. to you. But yeah. with, with the Jimmy Carr type stuff or the Groucho Marx or this, what you're doing now, or Bob Monkey's yeah. they're snappy yeah. one-liners. And they rely on you yeah. remembering word for word what was said, otherwise it's yeah. not funny because it's a manipulation yeah. of words. So how exactly. but how do you remember an hour's worth of material or an hour and a half's worth of material? How do you remember it? Well, the show is an hour and a half, and how I remember it is is it's like a rhythm you get into, and it's different sections. So, for instance, when I'm the young Groucho Marx, it's, you know, what I'll be saying as he's the young guy, I won't be saying when he's the 86 guy or the middle-aged guy, so that helps. But still, uh, you have those really, lines you just gave me a minute ago. Those, you know, that's seven or eight yeah. quick fire jokes in the space of one minute, right? Like, yeah. there's a lot of words, there's a lot of lines, and it's, you is. take one of those jokes, and I'm not going to start explaining jokes because it then ruins it. But, but if you take yeah. one of those jokes, it has two lines. If you don't yeah. tell those two lines in the right order, if you don't have the words in the right order, it's just not funny. Even one word can mess a joke up. That's what I'm saying. So you have to remember you know, word for or word. Even if you put the if you put the words say you, you say you're tired and you put the words out the wrong way, you know well, what was that one? I yeah, gripped my I finger. Yeah. Now you mix that around. Yeah, right <laughs> away you're cancelled. So, <laughs> you so well, that's what I'm saying. So how do you like I? How do you do it? I don't yeah, know. I suppose I don't know. I, I, I like do the that. way you remember a song. You know the way. You yeah, I've often wondered that too. Know. When I see singers... You will know songs. You will know songs. You never sat down to learn them and you'll just know them. Right? Uh, yeah, but we For don't. Instance, we think um, we do. We know, we miss some of the words. Like, I've often no, wondered that too, but, but you know, singers... Are you, ready? are you ready? You're going to do... I'll give you the first line of the song and you're going to sing the second line straight back to me. I guarantee you. You ready? Go for it. Here we go. Mamma mia. Here we go again. My mom. There she was, just <laughs> walking down the street singing. singing do wah diddy diddy dum diddy do. High on a hill stood a lonely goat. Now, you never sat down to learn one of them. <laughs> well, okay. Point made. Okay. You know what I mean? So, so in other words, one line like needs that. to the next. One line needs it, to the next. 
Pretty much, pretty much. But where 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 you gotta be kind of good and on your toes is if something happens that throws you on the night, that can't throw the the, the you know the you know someone could shout something at you, someone could get up. I, I remember doing a gig once in Vantry and I'm in the middle of this great story and a guy pissed rocks right up to me and says, "Where's the jacks?" <laughs> <laughs> oblivious, oblivious that he's had a show. You know, yeah. so that's where that's where you know the guy who gets up at a wedding and is funny for five minutes or ever, and people are saying, "You know what, Jimmy, you're brilliant. You could be a comedian." That's not what it's about. No. You know? What did you say to the guy when he asked for the Jacks, it's by like the way. what you do. It's been able to be, no matter what mood you're in, you're having a bad day, you're not feeling well, whatever, to be able to go on air, deliver it with the same energy, discuss your topics, keep, you, you know, you're like a ringmaster when you've about four or five callers there and you're trying to keep everything flowing and all that sort of stuff. And you can do that now in your sleep. You're excellent at it. And, and thanks, that's Dave. why... You do what you do. Yeah, but this is why I what do, do you say it. to the it's guy? The nature, right? Go back to the I guy in the jacks. You teach someone to be a comedian, to be honest. Go back to the guy. I think it's either in you or it's not. <laughs> I want to go back to the guy who asked you where the jacks was. What did you say? Oh, to yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was flabbergasted. <laughs> and then I, I told the audience what he just said because they didn't hear it. And they cracked up. And then straight I pick up where I go. Or I'm a bit like Billy Connolly when it comes to the live gigs. I can go off topic yeah. for ages and then come but back. I always come back to it yeah, I always I, come back to it yeah, I, I mean Jason Byrne for example who I've seen many times as well a great Irish comedian yeah. too Jason can great, make a whole yep. show out of heckling you know what I mean because yeah. he because he's talking to the audience quite a lot and I know That's you do that in your show too yeah but this show is a completely different discipline this is a stage this show is me being Groucho Marx for a whole 90 minutes and I have to sing all the songs and some of the songs that are in the show they're all of the era but Groucho um, I, I, I had to imagine Groucho singing this song and singing it sing it as Groucho now oh. that was tricky yeah, so it's hard you enough. To, it's hard enough to sing the song, I but sing it to somebody else. I find a recording else. of him <laughs> doing the song. Yeah. He did do these songs, but some of the songs are so old that it was very hard to. You want to see trying to get back in tracks for for the songs? <laughs> that was unreal. <laughs> so everything had to be made for the show. Uh, there's a full set. Uh, it's really, really good. There's twenty. There's twenty one dates booked in. It kicks off on the second of September in Nice in the Mo Theatre, and they're all theatres. And I'm in Sligo, Galway, Cork, Leitrim, Cavan, Wicklow, Mullingar, Kerry, um, Monaghan, Wexford, Dublin, Westport, Donegal, everywhere. I, 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 I'd say hang on the thing. Next time you talk to me, you won't get Dave Young. It'll be constantly, well, hello now. I'll be constantly. to leave me three times already. <laughs> did you not marry that, did you not marry that girl yet, by the way? Not a good idea. Did you not marry that no, girl No, you know my theory on marriage. We're two beautiful children. We're together 18 years. And my theory is if you really love someone, why would you marry them? Yeah, but the last, the I, last time I, I met your girlfriend, she, she was just about to deliver, if I remember rightly. Well, she delivered. She's yeah. Polish, you know. I know, yeah. And with two kids, I've invaded Poland twice. <laughs> Once from the rear, and Greece helped. <laughs> What's very romantic in our house was... Uh, no. Whatever it is, I'm against it. And even when you've changed it all, condensed it. I'm against it. 
I'm against it. <laughs> yeah, so Brilliant. That, yeah, what a great song. So that's the kind of thing. Okay, so people want to go to see the show. If you're a fan yes. of the Marx Brothers, Groucho Marx, and that, that wonderful I'm, wit. And Niall, can I just say, whether you're a fan, say you've never heard of Groucho Marx. Yeah. You're going you'll to, love it. the tears will run down your legs. You're going to have a great night because the songs are so catchy. Some of the songs you'll know, you know, like putting on the Ritz. Yeah. If you're blue and you don't know where to go to, why don't you go no, where you fashion fits? Down to learn that. Putting on the Ritz. <laughs> I can't see you at home going Googling, what's the lyrics for putting on the Ritz? <laughs> oh, actually, my best, the best version of that was Young Frankenstein. Put it on the Ritz. Oh, it was like brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, okay, but look, the, I'm, running, uh, I'm running out of time here rapidly. So, okay. if they, if they so want to get information, get their tickets. Okay. Get their tickets. Uh, the best way of doing this is if they go to my website, which is Young One Productions. So, Y O U N G, the number one, just number one, productions.com. Uh, there they'll see, and uh, they just click on the big, you can't miss it, the big Groucho poster. Click on that, and that'll give you all the venues and all the counties, all the different theatres. And when you click on Get Tickets, it brings you straight to buy a ticket. Okay. And all I can say is anyone over 12 years of age will have a great time. It's not, This isn't for grannies and granddads. It's for all the ages. Okay. Because it's good, clean, Innocent, clean comedy. Fun. It is, yeah. Young Look, One predict, Productions. Productions. Yeah. Dot com. That's where not predictions. No, that's the next one. Young one. Uh, you, <laughs> Young one. You remind me, I went to see a fortune teller, and on the door it said "closed due to unforeseen circumstances." <laughs> and, and when does and when does the tour, when does the t- when does the tour kick off? What date? It kicks off on the second of September. That's about four weeks. Day, four weeks to this day, by the way, uh, in the Moat Theatre in Nice. And then it's on the following weekend in the Hawkswell Theatre in Sligo, the Town Hall, the night after that, the Town Hall Theatre in Galway. And then after that, it's in the Palace Theatre in Cork. Then we go to the Cornmill Theatre in Leitrim, the Ramore Theatre in Cavan, the Whale Theatre in Greystones. You might come to that one. Mm. On Green on Letter Kenny, the Mullingar Arts Centre in Mullingar, the Axis in Dublin. That's the first actual Dublin gig there, the Axis over in Ballymun. Lovely theatre. Yeah. The Watergate Theatre in Kilkenny, the Garage Theatre in Monaghan, the Mall Theatre Galway, the National Opera House in Wexford. Now it's called the Night of the Theatre and it's a movie called the Night of the Opera. Yeah. The Civic Theatre in Dublin, the Mill Theatre there in Dublin as well, the, the one in Dundrum, uh, the Town Hall Theatre in Westport, the Ballore Theatre in Donegal, St John's Theatre in Kerry, and the Waterside Theatre in Derry. And that's just this leg of the tour. I can't go on. There is more dates going to be announced soon, but that's it. So look, when you love the Marx Footers and you never heard of them, you're going to have a great night. It's good, clean, family comedy. As Groucho would say, you know, all the movies today, they're all full of sex. There's a sex scene in every movie. And you say to a director, why do you put that in every movie? And he'd say, well, everybody does it. And because everybody does it, you have to show what everybody does. But everybody also has soup. Where's the soup scene in every movie? <laughs> Niall, I'm sure you've had enough sex, but I, I bet you're ready for a bowl of soup. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so go to young, the number one, productions.com. That's young one productions.com and all the dates are there. And look, you're thinking of a birthday present or a Christmas present or a present for your mom and dad or your granny or granddad or anybody, get them a ticket to this show and they'll thank you forever. They'll have a great time because it's a really, really good laugh. Dave, I even go myself. 
I, I will be going because I'm a big fan anyway of Groucho Marx. But aside, aside from anything else, it just sounds like it's a good, fun night out. D- Dave, listen, it it's been a pleasure talking to you, as usual. You're a wonderful human and being. Thank you so much for having me on. And I, sure, look, we'll talk again, I'm sure. Do I get a, but do I get a freebie? Do I get a freebie ticket? Oh, sorry, oh, I should have said, oh, are we not off the air yet? Are we not off the air yet? Sorry, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go into Leeson Street, get two blowjobs and give you one. I couldn't be fairer than that. <laughs> Dave, listen, thank you very much it's indeed, and we'll talk again. We'll talk again, Dave. Thanks, man. All right, see Thanks you Thanks a million. See you. you bye. Bye-bye. Oh, Dave Young. Goodbye. 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 <laughs> <laughs> It's Dave Young, the fantabulous, as he used to call himself, Dave Young. And it's Young, the number one productions.com. That's Young One Productions.com. He's a really funny guy. He's a good friend of mine, too, for many, many years. He's a good guy. And he's extremely funny, very talented. And that sounds like an amazing show. Whether you're a fan of Groucho Marx or not, for those who have never heard of Groucho Marx, Groucho Marx's class is one of the comedy geniuses of all time because of his wit, his one-liners, his manipulation of words. It's just incredibly funny. And uh, I'm absolutely sure that'll be one hell of a funny uh, show. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show.